and a very very warm welcome to all the panelists and uh, the audience the people who are watching this i know bollywood is everybody's favorite subject and uh, uh, lately lately so because of because of uh, the news the media uh, for all right reason or wrong reasons people are glued to the tvs uh, for looking at what's happening in bollywood and uh, there is a lot happening and today we have uh, uh, eminent personalities from the field from uh, journalism uh, from people who have returned and got recognized and awards we have nandita puri we have abir kapoor and sharmista uh, having lot of experience in this area so first we'll start with a round of your sharing of your views and uh, hopefully we have some more time for discussion because this is such a hot topic <clears throat> such a hot topic of uh, action and addiction and acting and everything in bollywood and uh, of course after ssr uh, there are many myths many stories many fake news some hard facts as well so first to begin with i would uh, request nandita to start with how media portrays bollywood and what is actually the inside story uh well uh coming from bollywood itself let me tell you that uh, it's not there are two kinds of news as we all know journalists the hard news and the soft news the hard news is of course your you know political news and stuff and the soft news is entertainment and like hollywood bollywood provides the bulk of the soft news the bulk of entertainment yes there is also the soft features of the uh, you know the performing arts but people are not really interested in something which is nice i mean they just read about it but in this entire lockdown for example when the world was uh, you know going crazy over covid and all the facts and figures and deaths and you know we weren't even even today we aren't uh, really aware what exactly is the line of treatment and how dangerous is it 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 was just this during this time that entertainment entertainment and only entertainment kind of kept us busy of course we were doing the housework and we were doing a lot of cooking you know Uh, sharing recipes cooking because we couldn't order or eat out so we had to keep ourselves engaged and for whatever we wanted to entertain when we wanted to entertain ourselves it was bollywood so whatever comes you know it is the people of bollywood who are always in front in under the media scrutiny so it easy is absolutely target. easy target easy target so when you say you know it was very easy uh it was very unfortunate that sushant singh rajput died the way he died and you know there were a lot of controversies which came around it but uh, i think if it was any other profession whether it was a lawyer or a corporate head honcho or even a big business you know magnet there would have been a little bit of uh, news here and there but then it would have all stopped but bollywood is entertaining there are lots of angles and we want to see beautiful people on the screen we want to see them at their strongest points we also want to see them at their weakest points they are the easy targets it's very easy to break them 
everybody, anybody who does anything in, uh, you know, Bollywood is immediately put on the news. But unfortunately, the same thing is happening in almost every sphere, in every profession, in every field. But then just imagine who would be interested in knowing what, you know, a corporate guy or a banker or, a, you know, a basic uh, your banya or a doctor or a pharmacist is doing. We are not interested because Bollywood recognizes, is a recognizable face for, you know, the, the stars of Bollywood. So people want to bash them, people want to hate them, people want to love them. Do what you want. You cannot ignore Bollywood. Bollywood is here to stay, was here, has been entertaining us for the longest time, good, bad, whatever. That is up to you, your discretion to, you know, to choose what you want or not choose. But you cannot ignore Bollywood. And I think, uh, you know, uh, bashing Bollywood is the easiest thing. But <laughs> so be it. <laughs> I, mean, I think there are, there are two types of newspapers, the, the proper newspapers and the tabloids, the rags, as we call them in a very, you know, slang language, the tabloids which are giving you all the gossip and all the stories and making up stuff. So you would like to read the rags for entertainment. I do. Just like you read, you know, Shakespeare and Tagore and you read Amitav Ghosh. You also read James Hadley Chase and Sidney Sheldon. So it depends on how you do this thing. Both are there and Bollywood is here to stay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and gossip is something that everybody enjoys. And especially the Bollywood gossip, people enjoy thoroughly, and we cannot ignore no matter what it is. It runs into our, you know, into our bloods. So uh, over to Abir for throwing more light on uh, how Bollywood was in yesteryears and how it is today, and how media is projecting. Is lately is there any a big change, a drastic change? Um, so what I'd like to focus on is. Uh, and 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 Nandita, thank you so much for laying the foundation for and saying a lot of things that I would have liked to say. But um, what I would like to focus on is um, what we saw and what we're seeing right now are, say, two or three things and two or three processes that have come into culmination right now. One is that you are seeing a witch hunt against Bollywood. And that is the simple, basic truth. And through Bollywood, which is the low-hanging fruit, you are seeing a witch hunt against a political alliance. Bollywood is a low-hanging fruit because what it allows a certain force, a certain thought, a certain ideology to is establish a clear-cut difference between um, the haves and the have-nots. The thing is that we sitting in Delhi or in small town India look at the visualness of Bollywood and we always, because they're larger than life, we always are able to see and attach our, our fantasies to them. And you go to anyone, they'll be like, Bollywood is a, a hub of drug addiction or Bollywood is a hub of orgies and sex parties. And now these nativist, these sort of regressive thoughts are given credence through this witch hunt. Now, what is actually happening is, and there are a bunch of, there are two reasons for this. And there are two clear reasons as to why I believe that one is happening. Earlier, uh, post, 
liberalization and in the 90s you saw a fundamental alteration in the content and form of mainstream bollywood music uh, or movies which were now slowly moving from you know single screen uh, halls to multiplexes where the number the amount of ticketing the amount of price for the film was growing exponentially so they had to sort of cut away and pick their target audience in many ways that they were competing with television which was at 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 the mercy of trps now what you're seeing with ssr in the witch hunt of Bolly- bollywood is uh, a certain media type a certain set of people who are at mercy of the algorithm i would call this the algorithmic lynch mob because what you are seeing is a lot of people uh, as bollywood sort of distances itself from uh, its early sort of golden age and even the late 80s early 80s parallel cinema that you saw with kundan shah you saw with om puri nasiruddin shah and before that in the 50s and 60s that you saw a development of a certain aesthetic a certain storytelling type which was invested in telling the stories of average people uh, you know where the, the 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 margins were becoming the mainstream stories with rithik ghatak and i think sharmishta will talk about that a lot more and is in a position to talk about that in greater detail but you were able to see um, ipta Uh, the uh, the progressive theater association you were able to see unions control and demand a certain relationship between the audience and what was projected on screen now in the post liberalization movement you see that, that there's a gulf between the audience and the people who are making these films they are not they're not synced in the same sort of imagination like and even you see this in the manifestation of the heroes then who can imagine that uh, amitabh bachchan could stand in the middle of a film and hold a hammer and sickle like this and demand for rights of the labor and working class and and that amitabh bachchan is completely unrecognizable uh, to the amitabh bachchan peddling uh, all sorts of goods uh, on tv these days so there is a there is a disjuncture between what bollywood had and what bollywood is today and in that they've been able to distance themselves from that from the base that stood up for them the the purpose the social role that they were doing and now when bollywood actors take flights to appease a certain political party you find that in their appeasement they can come after them they have no longer there is no greater story that they're telling and the burden of storytelling has been sort of shrugged onto the the regional languages so in terms of art i am not sure that bollywood is fulfilling its purpose anymore in terms of addiction i believe it is a low hanging fruit to attack an ideological system to attack a political party to attack an alliance which has turned a certain way and to feed nativistic tendencies that were very very much activated during similar moments such as demonetization where the haves and the have nots are divided on the basis of access this is a pollution of the mind and i think this is something that has to be said well said abir uh, i think uh, you have really explained it in such such beautiful way uh the witch hunt and also how gradual there's a gradual shift and gradual drift from what actually is the the essence and the soul of bollywood um over to sharmishtha for uh, uh for 
her views on how whether bollywood is gradually drifting how it is in comparison with the tamil cinema cinema with kannada with bengali film films uh, you have done a lot of research on the uh, regional languages the movies that are happening there yes thank you rosina uh, um, obviously i completely agree with what the other two panelists said uh, that um, you know this kind of thing uh, you know bollywood is in focus because we have here very glamorous people we have famous people but uh, whether you talk about sexual harassment whether you talk about drugs sexual harassment especially i come from the world of academia and uh, people think it's a very sanitized uh, people tend to think it's a very sanitized kind of world but actually you will be very surprised if i told you some stories what do you do if you are a phd student and your supervisor approaches you inappropriately so these things are playing out in every field it's not it's not bollywood only and uh, we were talking about ssr uh, my first fiction which is uh, titled menoka has hanged herself it was launched last year and uh, the book opens with the news of the lead heroine this is set in the 1930s against the backdrop of the film industry and the book opens with the lead heroine menoka hanging herself and now post ssr a lot of people have asked me was this premonition so i obviously you know i had no idea that such a sad episode was going to happen and my book was in the making for a long time but the point why i'm bringing it up is these uh things of sexual harassment of uh, uh in the workplace these these things have been playing out in the film industry for as long as the film industry exists i think what is different now is earlier you couldn't even speak up about it now at least you can talk about it and uh, we must not forget that uh, you know the whole me too movement actually came out of the revelations in the film industry we should not forget about it and while i would even hazard to say see in the film industry you have all these glamorous people with beautiful bodies working in close proximity and there is an assumption that you know if you're beautiful you've come to perform you must in a way make yourself available so i think you know compared to maybe the corporate world or academia these assumptions are a little bit more rife maybe in a glamorous world but it is also true that it was out of this world that the whole me too revelations came and allowed a lot of people to give voice to what kind of injustices they have faced so i think there are these two sides to the film industry it's glamorous there is a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, yeah, glamorous people glamorous bodies so obviously you know there's uh, an edge there but at the same time you know people have spoken out out of the film industry so i think these are my basic observations here yeah thank you thank you for sharing your views and that brings us to me too which is a very big uh, topic and i would like nandita and also abhi to talk about it and also uh, about women how she is looked at and uh, is there a gender bias because we see uh, when it is actor male actor then there is a lot of uh, uh, either movie runs uh, the, their prices runs into into thousands crores but when it comes to the actresses now we see like with deepika padukone and priyanka and these people but then how how does industry treat women um, generally also and also in terms of monetary way so yes uh, you know the casting couch which is something very very uh, known to have happened 
known to exist in Bollywood. And uh, I remember my husband, Om Puri, used to say that, uh, yes, casting couch is there for uh, all the actresses, but there is also casting couch for the men. And he himself was, you know, uh, he was also, he experienced a couple of uh, such thing in the early days of his career. Now, what happens with men, I think, by and large, they, it, it's less than it happens to women. And they also tend to ignore, you know, they like take it in their stride and go. In women, it is more, much more. And uh, the Me Too movement, which started in the U.S., with the uh, the Miramax, the Weisenstein, Harvey uh, Weisenstein, it triggered down to Bollywood with uh, Tanushri, uh, Tanushri Datta and Vintananda, you know. And the thing is, if it wasn't for Bollywood, the Me Too movement wouldn't have gained such a wide popularity. Again, we see it is the entertainment industry because entertainment industry is always in the forefront. So if the, B, the Me Too movement, as Sarmishta said, it happens in academia and I'm aware of it. A lot of my friends have you know, told me about this. It, happen, it happens in the corporate sector, a lot of it. But it, it wouldn't have got that kind of a momentum. Attention. There been faces. Yeah, even attention. And people yeah. are interested to know that X, Y, Z, Mr. X, Mr. Y, Mr. Z, okay, the, the actors we know, a part of it. Oh, he too, he too. It became a kind of a he too thing. Whereas in the corporate sector or in the academia or anywhere else. But what happened as a result of uh, Bollywood bringing out the Me Too movement, it permeated all over. And people were actually scared in the other fields also. Because there were certain sections of the law which is applicable to all. And they were scared that, okay, if so and so could bring out, you know, pull down such a powerful person a powerful actor or a powerful director. So we can also pull down, you know, somebody who our immediate boss or whatever, who is this thing. But at the same time, I think uh, if you ask me, Me Too was good because women are, tend to have a much uh, uh, lower kind of, a, you know, I would say a little weaker section, but that Me Too also happens for men. So it's not just, you know, we can always say, and there were lots of people had misused this. The Me Too movement was yes, highly exactly. misused. Yes. And uh, even now, recently also, it was misused. I mean, people coming up with, you know, things which happened 20 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago. You know, why didn't you go then? Or why didn't you at least move with the momentum of the Me Too movement? Why did you have to just come? You know, some people used it for publicity. And there are, it's not just women, but yes, women by and large face it, but also the men also face it, face harassment. And today, the men are actually a little scared, you know, in Bollywood and I think in a lot of other places. They feel, are bhai, ye karna hai. Aap jake ye contract if I go and if I'm alone and, you know, something will go yes. off. So that's when the women are misusing the Me Too yes. movement. Yes. And yes, but it, it is kind of helped in all other sectors. Yes. So, so uh, I think Abir, Abir, since there are three women here on the panel and one, <laughs> one Abir is, is in minority. No, so absolutely, I thought, but... Yeah. So I thought I, 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 I true. Yes. No, I'm... I'm, I'm but I, I don't know if I entirely um, agree with what Nadita said about why it took so much time. I think 
what it really grossly does is underplace the structural nature of violence and patriarchy that men are able to impose on women's lives that it takes years and years for women so weinstein for example uh, got away for 20 25 years and it takes a moment it takes a certain platform it takes a momentum to do this but bollywood has remained unscathed from it it has emerged absolutely unrepenting <laughs> unremorseful aloknath for example is going scot free so it is not bollywood that has faced the 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 negative aspect because like for example now aloknath is playing a judge who uh, actually presides over a me too hearing and the irony on uh, about that because here is a man who got Uh, implicated and and repeatedly implicated for harassment and also admitted that he did it saying that he was drunk and didn't understand what was happening and now lo and behold this gentleman is playing in a movie uh, playing a part in a movie as a judge who hears out a case on me too like oh my god but the 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 real impact of me too happens when a former journalist mj akbar uh, uh, is put on trial and again you see the impunity of 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 this entire system where this woman is being turned around so while yes men are slightly scared and i bet as they should be uh, i'm not sure any structural change at least in bollywood has come out because every time women are constantly interacting with the immovable nature of patriarchy you uh, women are paid less actresses are paid less used as objects thrown around but this is not the conversation about this this is how it is impacting us and the fact is that there aren't and there are very few women who are able to generate money for telling their stories the fact that there is a, a long history of only rich uh, production houses who are not trust like they in the coterie of uh, directors how many of them are women how many script writers are women how has the institution changed and how has that impacted art or bollywood and as i come back to it because this is a boys club a gentlemen's club more and 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 gender diversity is not found in it where women's prices are determined by uh, the uh, uh, far lesser than men the structures are against them and then another thing that happens is this gossip is fed poor riya chakraborty was faced with an onslaught onslaught of a media trial because of the skewed gender nature of our gaze the male gaze destroys women destroys the lives of women like riya chakraborty where was me too then where was the the onslaught of men and other actresses who came out and supported this girl who has now been proved without doubt that she had anything to do with uh the death of sushant singh rajput yes now yes. what does it sorry 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 to uh, barjin but then she uh, yeah we we know how media was like after her life and she where was the solidarity amongst women then yes. where were the actresses coming out other than uh ideologically bound like swara bhaskar and richa chadha and all of these people who are vociferously fighting for rights and this is what i'm saying bollywood has abdicated its duty towards the rights of their own selves it took a media trial a single malign process on the part of a news channel for 34 production houses to come back and stand up for their rights where was this there was unionization in bollywood uh, uh the the stories of Kundan Shah of Om Puri Nasiruddin Shah. They were bound by the union. They were telling a story of India. Now, and they were standing up for themselves. There was solidarity when the National School 
to drama was putting out these actors who grew up in that uh, environment together they were together they were looking out for each other these stories that you read so abir abir uh, we we have short of time i'm sorry but this is a such yeah. a burning topic and uh, this entire you know the entire bollywood is such a huge subject that probably we'll need maybe four or five hours to really discuss this but i will request samishtha to uh, comment on this and also on nepotism Uh, i would like to bring this nepotism thing and and the addiction which is the title of the subject so let's also share some few views on this yes samishtha okay, uh, yes rosina so i completely appreciate uh, abir's angst when he says that uh, it doesn't seem as if me too has impacted bollywood too much and people tend to go scot free i appreciate that angst and uh, it is true that uh, it takes many years of a movement to actually for people to actually see justice happening but at the same time i would like to reiterate this uh, you know epithet of feminism that to speak out is to make a change to speak out is to protest and when you first start speaking out you start rolling the process towards change i will not go so far as uh, you know i understand that injustices persist it it is always the case uh, but things have changed because people have spoken out people are a little bit scared if even a little bit scared and i think that's the difference that has started to happen we are moving forward it's not that all injustices are going to go in one day and um, uh, the other thing is um, I don't think we can actually talk about the Riya Chakrabarti SSR case as you know the in the same breath as Me Too because it was an entirely different, completely yes. politicized phenomena, yeah. and uh, it was it blew out of proportion. It became political between political parties. Riya Chakrabarti was a mere pawn, so it's it's not nothing to do with Me Too. But it was it, it was the plight of a woman that was being it uh, was at stake. It was the integrity. Seeing, no, no, it was of an actress. it no. people from the industry listen people from the industry di- did not speak out the industry is not known to be very vocal anyways and we saw we saw how politicized it was people were afraid to speak out but then they did speak out also so uh, this case i don't think cannot be because people uh, three enforcement directorate cbi etc after one girl i don't think even a criminal of the level of daud ibrahim has been pursued to that extent so this was a completely politicized case yes, it was a one of a lifetime this poor girl was unlucky to be caught in that yes yeah. it has been proved it has been her innocence in the suicide matter at least has been proved so we should just go ahead and i think if people have started speaking out regarding injustices i think it's a way forward at least that's how we sh- we yes. should try to see it yes and now quickly find the transcript yeah sorry but yes please i would like to also you to contribute to this and everybody just jump in because yeah. we have minute time yeah. i want okay. some of your views on on also the nepotism. the addictions yeah and addictions and nepotism okay now uh, yes there is uh, my husband always said nepotism is there everywhere nepotism a, a lawyer son being a lawyer or a doctor's son being a doctor is worse than an actor son being an actor okay but at least nepotism is not so much in bollywood because you may be the biggest actor your child has a right obviously a known producer director will bank on him or her but at the end of the day you have to prove yourself if you cannot prove we have instances of hari bhavej's son common bhavej and lot of them who have not been able to prove themselves whereas if you look at 
you know, some of them like Ranbir Kapoor or Alia Bhatt, they have proved themselves. They are good actors. So it's not a question of nepotism. What my husband always said, Bollywood, more than nepotism, is feudalism. And as Abir said, it's an all-boys club, it's a gentleman's club, and it's not that, it's a pyramid, it's a feudal system. You have the top few, and everyone wants to be part of that top circle, that private club. And if you aren't, then you feel very disheartened, like SSR felt disheartened. Whereas, you know, like people like Irfan Khan or my husband, Ompuri, they said, okay, fine. We don't want to be part of that feudal system. We form our own club. And they were very comfortable in their skin. They did not want to be part of anything. And this happens because when you are a part of certain groups, and there are lots of these clubs in Bollywood, it becomes a peer pressure. You know, drugs are there everywhere in all spheres. More so in the entertainment because they need, you know, a different kind of stuff to keep their weight and stuff under control. But at the same time, I think it's a personal consumption. One should catch the people who are dealing in drugs, who are selling. They are the ones to be caught. Not just targeting witch hunting down actors. Because everyone, like a common citizen, is allowed a certain amount. But if you have more than that certain amount... Uh, that's not right. And uh, I think whether you're taking alcohol or drugs, as long as it doesn't interfere in your public life, in your work life, I feel it's fine. You know, but uh, yes, it's not the best of things because uh, these are the icons after all who are the icons to future generations. So the less they have these addictions, I always feel it's always a better thing, you know, because you don't want to set a bad example. You know, you have fan followings all over and you want to set yeah. the right tone. Yeah. Abir. Abir. I, 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 I truly believe that nepotism exists. Uh, nepotism is actually a problem because our our state our our our, sit, our country doesn't assure any form of public safety or safety nets in terms of old people. So it is in the interest of parents to ensure that their kids get employed well. As as Nandita said, that a a lawyer wants their child to become a lawyer and do well because there is no social security left. So those people who are hitting out at nepotism or the nepotism charge when they reach a certain level i want them up i want to promise from them that they will not allow their kids or their kids will not benefit any way from what they have done like if you have a child uh, and anyone who does uh please cut them off let them find their own way and that's the only way nepotism will end and it's a really republican thomas Paine argument and again it's a really low-hanging fruit to discredit the work of people it is a really low-hanging fruit to discredit any sort of uh, and to feed nativistic tendencies. Ki uska beta hai to yehi hoga. As uh, Nandita said, that people will will fail, people will struggle. At the end of the day, your father's name can get you a job, but what you do at the end of the day is up to you. Um, I truly believe that Bollywood uh, is is not a meritocratic space. It is not a, uh, an open space. The access to it is exceedingly difficult. Bombay as a city is shaped on that difficulty that where you have sw you have large slums, you have people living in abject poverty and the, 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 the richness of a few ridicule that. Bombay as a city represents the industry that it is built around, which is cinema. 
and we cannot the the question is not about nepotism the question is about access and whether you can democratize the space of bollywood while keeping certain aspects of nepotism because it, it is it is the responsibility of parents in india to ensure uh, that their kids do well but sure. the question is when when they say there are few universities open more yeah abhi okay yeah sorry yeah. sorry yeah uh, my last comments is that uh, you know this nepotism um, you know it's very easy to say uh, nepotism uh, and obviously as abhi said bollywood tends to be a close space families working together with other families but we don't say that when a business empire is inherited by exactly. your son you know will the billas give their yeah. business empire to someone on the road i have a daughter Or so about, if she wants to be a historian will i say i will not train you with all my years of training i will not train Absolutely. you go find someone else so what if and karan johar one thing i do agree with him whether i launch my phupha ka nana ka whatever is my business i'm putting my money in so it's nobody else's business you go find employment where you can so i think it's uh, yeah you know that's what it but is. in bollywood even if karan johar gives phupha ka nana ka what for bachcha a chance it is ultimately you and me the audience who will sustain exactly yes. and in private business it has larger it has worse uh, implications or in politics right the yeah. thing is that if you put uh, if uh, ambani is put in incompetent exactly. in charge of the electricity board then <laughs> there are so many people who are going to go like lists right there is an undemocratic nature and a relationship between the uh, between the electricity provider and that but there's a democratic relationship between the audience and the screen Absolutely. and that is what bollywood is forgetting yes. what bollywood is found itself is in an unanchored space where no one is going to fight them no one because they have distanced themselves from the stories that they have to tell and that is impacting art that is what is making addiction a low hanging fruit for anyone to attack them exactly Okay. I think I think Sukhav and Sukhav hot arguments are happening, and I just want to nobody wants to leave the session right now. But I'm so sorry, but uh, you know we have to end the session right now, uh, guys. Whatever people you are watching. It's not all that is being projected in the media. The drugs, the drama, the action. If you go inside and if you see, there is a lot of struggle. Of course, there are successes, there are failures. But like any other world, like in the, any other world, there is also nepotism. There is also into and everything. But Hollywood is our face. It is our our voice. and those who are willing to wanting to go into bollywood please go with an open mind watch the movies with an open mind and welcome them with open arms and and srk and bachcha bachchan and nasiruddin shah and ompuri and irfan khan they were not nepo kids any of them so there you go thank you rosina for the wonderful moderation thank you if you have talent bollywood is for you So thank you everybody for wonderful thoughts on this subject. Over to Deepika. Very good evening. Thank you. We wish you to more and more talk more. Two universities, twenty-three educational institutes, offering a hundred and thirty-seven courses. Rai Sony Group of Institutions, a vision beyond.